the boy with the striped pyjamas by John Boy Nee Chapter 1 Bruno makes a discovery One afternoon, when Bruno came home from school, he was surprised to find Maria, a family's maid, always kept her head bowed and never looked up from the carpet, standing in his bedroom, pulling all his belongings out of his wardrobe and packing them in four large wooden crates. Even the things he hid at the back that belonged to him and nobody else's business. What are you doing? He asked in a polite in as a plate as a Tony could muster, for although he wasn't happy to come home and find it, someone going through his possessions, his mum had always told him he was to treat Maria respectfully and not to intimidate, uh, to, uh, not just intimidate the way his father spoke to her. Imitate the way his father spoke to her. You, you, you take your hands off my things. Maria shook her head and pointed towards the staircase behind him, where Bruno's mother just appeared. She was a tall woman with long red hair, with a bun- and that she bundled it sort of a net behind her head, and she was twisting her hands together nervously, as if there was something she didn't want to say, or something she hadn't wanted to, have to believe. Mother, said Bruno, marching towards her, what's going on? What is Maria doing, going through my things? She's packing them, explained Mother. Packing them? he asked, running quietly, quickly through the events of the previous days to consider whether he had particularly naughty or used those words out loud, but he wasn't allowed to use and was sent away because of it. He couldn't think of anything, though, in the matter of fact. In fact, over the last few days, he imposed in a perfectly decent manner to everyone, and couldn't remember causing any chaos at all. Why? he asked then. What have I done? Mother had walked into her room by then, but Lars, the butler, was there packing her things too. She sighed and threw her hands in the air in frustration before marching back to the staircase, followed by Bruno, who was going to let the who wasn't going to let the matter drop without an explanation. Mother, he insisted, what's going on? Are we moving? Come downstairs with me, said Mother, leading the way towards the large dining room where Fury had to been to dinner the week before, where talk down there. Bruno ran downstairs and even passed her out on the staircase so she... Uh, and even passed it out on the staircase so that he was waiting in the dining room when she arrived. He looked at her without saying anything for a moment and thought to himself that she couldn't have applied her makeup correctly that morning because the rims of her eyes are more red than usual, like his own, after he'd been caused in chaos, got in trouble and ended up crying. Now, you don't have to worry, Bruno, said the mother's said Mother, sitting down in a chair by the beautiful blonde lady who had come to dinner with the fury and sat and waved at him and Father closed the doors. In fact, everything was going to be going to going to be a great adventure. What is? he asked. Am I being sent away? No, 
not just you, she said, looking as if she might, she might smile for a moment, but thinking better of it. We all are. Your father, I, Greta, and you, all four of us, Bruno, Paul, Bruno thought about this and frowned. He, he wasn't particularly bothered if Greta had been sent away because she was in a hopeless case and caused nothing but trouble for him. But it seemed a little unfair that they had, had to go. With, they all had to go with her. But where? He asked. Where are we going exactly? Why can't we stay here? Your father's job, Spain. Mother, you know how important it is, don't you? Yes, of course, said Bruno, nodding his head. Because there were always so many visitors at the house, men in fantastic uniforms, women with typewriters that had to be kept, he had to keep up his mucky hands off. It was very polite to father and told each other that he was a man to watch, and a few he had big things in mind for him. Well, well, sometimes when someone is very important, continued Mother, the man who employed him asked him to do something else, because there is a very special job that needs doing there. What kind of job, said Bruno, because if he was honest with himself, which he always tried to, he wasn't entirely sure what job father did. In school, they talked about the farmers one day, and Carl had said that his father was a greengrocer, which Bruno knew to be true because he ran the greengrocer's shop in central town. And Daniel had said that his father was a teacher, which Bruno also knew to be true because he taught the big boys who it was always wise to steer clear of. And Martin is just had said that his father was a chef, which Bruno knew to be true because he sometimes collected Martin from school. And when he did, he always wore white smock and tartan apron, as if he just stepped out of the kitchen. But when they asked Bruno what his father did, he opened his mouth to tell him when he realised he didn't know himself. All he could say was his father was a man to watch and the theory of big things in mind for him. Oh, and that he had a fantastic uniform, too. It's a very important job, said Mother, hesitating for a moment, a job that needs a very special man to do it. You cannot, you can't, you can understand it, can't you? Well, and we all have to go, too? asked Bruno. Of course we do, said Mother. You wouldn't want Father to do a new job on his own and not be lonely there, would you? I suppose not, said Bruno. Father would miss us terribly if he weren't with him, she added. And who would miss and who would he miss the most? asked Bruno. Me or Gretel? He would miss you both equally, said Mother. But she is a great believer in not playing favourites, which Bruno respected, especially since he knew he was her favourite, really. But what about our house? asked Bruno. Who's going to take care of it while we're gone? Another side looked around the room as if they might never see it again. It was a very beautiful house at five floors in total. It included the basement where 
cook, made all the food, and Maria and Lars sat at the table arguing with each other and calling each other names that you weren't supposed to use. And you added in, and, and if you added a little room at the top of the house with slanted windows where Bruno could see across Berlin, if he stood up on his tiptoes and held to the frame tightly. We have to close the house for now, said Mother, but we'll come back to it some day. What about the cook, said Bruno, Mars and Maria? Are they not going to live in? They're coming with us, explained Mother. That's enough questions for now. Maybe you should go upstairs and help Maria with your packing. Bruno stood up from the chair. They didn't go anywhere. There were just a few more questions he needed to put to her before he allowed the moment to be settled. Yeah. Now, how far away is it? he asked. In a new job, I mean. Is it further than a mile away? Oh, my, Mother said with a laugh. Though it was kind of strange laugh, because she didn't look happy and turned away from Bruno as if she didn't want to see for him, didn't want him to see her face. Yes, Bruno, she said. It's more than a mile away. Quite a lot more than a mole, in fact. Bruno's eyes opened wide, his mouth made a shape of an O. He felt his arms stretching out on his sides like they did whatever anything surprised him. You don't mean we're leaving Berlin, he said, gasping for air. As he got the words out, I'm afraid so, said Mother, nodding her head sadly. Your father's job is... What about school? said Bruno, interrupting her, a thing he knew he was supposed not to do, but he felt it would be forgiven on this occasion. What What about Carl and da- Daniel and Martin? How would I know, how would they know where I am when we want, we want to do things together? You have to say goodbye to your friends for for the time being," said Mother. "I know, never, I know, I'm sure you'll meet, see them again in time. Don't interrupt your mother when she's talking, please," she added. For although she, it was strange and unpleasant news, she was certainly certainly no need for Bruno to speak, break the rules of politeness when he was been, which he had been taught. Say goodbye to them," he added. Only. Staring at her in surprise. Say goodbye to them, he repeated, spelling out the words. If his mouth wasn't full of biscuits and that he munched into tiny bits and pieces, but not actually swallowed yet. Say goodbye to Cole, Daniel and Martin, he continued in his voice, coming dangerously close to shouting, which are not allowed indoors. But they're my three best friends for life. Oh, you'll make other friends, Mother said, waving her hand in the air dismissively if making the boys three best friends for life was that an easy thing. But we had plans, he protested. Plans, asked Baba, waiting there, but what sort of plans? Well, we would, we would be, well, that we'd be telling, said Bruno, who could not reveal the exact nature of plans, which include causing a lot of chaos, especially a few weeks' time when school finished for summer holidays. And he hadn't, and they didn't have to spend time, or spend all their time making plans but could actually put them into effect instead. I'm sorry, Bruno said, Mother, but your plans are going to have to be wait. We don't have a choice in this. But Mother, Mother, Bruno, that's enough. 
she said, snapping at him now, standing up to, to show him that she was serious, that she said was enough. Honestly, only last night you were complaining how many things have changed here recently. Well, I don't like the way we have to turn all the lights off at night now, he admitted. Everyone has to do it, said Mother. It, it keeps us safe. Who knows, maybe we'll be less danger if we move away. Now I need to go upstairs and help Maria with your parking. We don't have much time to prepare as I would have liked. Think, thanks to some people. Bruno nodded and walked away sadly, knowing that some people was grown up worse for father and the one and that and that and the one he wasn't supposed to use himself. He made his way up to the stairs slowly, holding on to the balance of one hand and wondered in whatever the new house a new place where the new job would be a fine banister slide down as this one did. For the banister in his house stretched for his, from his very top floor just outside the little room where he stood at his tiptoes and held on the frame of the window tightly. He could see right across Berlin to the ground floor just in front of the two, two enormous oak doors. And Bruno looked like nothing better than get on board at the banister at the top floor and slide his way through the house, making whooshing sounds as he went. Down from the top floor to the next one, where mother and father's room was, and the large bedroom, and where he wasn't supposed to be in any case, down to the next floor, his own room was Greta's room too, and the small bath, smaller bathroom we were supposed to use more often than he really did. Down the ground where he fell, to the end, fell, fell off the end of the banister, had to land flat on your your own two feet, or it's five points against you, and you decide to start all over again. A banister was the best thing about this house, that and the fact that grandfather and grandmother lived so nearby, and when he thought about it, it made him wonder whether he was coming to the new job. He resumed they were, they were, they were because they could hardly be left behind. No one needed Gretel much, much because she was a helpless case. He would be. It would be a lot easier if she st- st- stayed to look after the house. But grandfather and grandmother. What about but grandfather and grandmother? Well, it was, well, that was an entirely different matter. Bruno went upstairs, up the stairs slowly, towards his room. But before going inside, he looked further back, looked back down towards the ground floor and saw Mother entering Father's office, with face, which faced the dining room, and was out of bounds at all times and no exceptions. Heard her speaking loudly to him like, until Father spoke louder. Mother could. That the mother could, and then put a stop to the conversation. Then the door of the office closed, and Bernard couldn't hear anyone. So he thought it would be a good idea. He went back to them, took over the took over the packing for Maria, because otherwise she might pull all his belongings out the wardrobe, which without due care and attention were. 
Inception mother couldn't hear it thought couldn't hear and her mother shouted loud and her mother could put stop to their conversation. Then the door of the office closed and Bruno couldn't hear anymore. So he thought it would be a good idea if he went back to his room and took over the packing from Maria. Because otherwise she might pull all of his belongings out of the wardrobe without due care of or consideration. The only thing even the things he hidden at the back that belonged to him no one, no one else's business. Chapter One The Boy in the Burnt Silk Pajamas by John 